Father's House Community Chapel Word on the Go podcast. Now to today's message. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 16. Are we there? Okay, so we are going to rise and read together. We're reading from the verse number 19 to the verse number 31. All right, so one, two, let's go. There was a certain man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's moreover the dogs came and licked his sores let's go on and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom the rich man also died and was buried and in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torment and seeth Abraham afar off and de- in his bosom. And he cried, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime received thy good things. And likewise Lazarus evil things but now he is comforted and thou art tormented go on and beside all this between us and you there is a great gulf fixed so they they which will pass from hence to cannot neither can they pass to us that will come from thence then said i pray thee therefore Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you. The flower will fade, the grass will wither, but your words will stand forever. This morning, let your word come up alive in us. Let none of us live here the same. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. You want to take your seat in the presence of Jehovah. One of the things that um, the systems that are created, either educational system or other systems that we know and we are used to, is that it doesn't really prepare us for the hereafter. Normally what prepares us for the hereafter or for life after here is church and the teachings and the preachings. This is what prepares us. Amen. Because the question is, one day we will grow old and after we have grown old, we will pass away. But the question is, when we pass on, 
where exactly are we going? Everybody must be concerned about that. If you are a true child of God, you should be concerned that one day, if I should pass on, amen, and I pray that we'll all grow, we'll all become very old, well-stricken in years before we go. You and I know that that is not the situation nowadays. Amen. But my prayer is that you will grow old. Amen. At least God will add some 70, 80 years to what you have now. Amen. Oh, if your amen is the loudest, claim it in Jesus' name. Amen. You see the way people want to grow. Amen. But the thing is that whilst we are growing, we should always be asking ourselves, what, what happened to the people that are gone? What happened to the people that are no more? And this morning, I want you to listen to me. I started last week. I'm continuing the same thing. Okay? It doesn't matter if I tell the story three, four, five times. Once we are getting the lessons out of it, it's good. Amen. And so don't be tired of the scripture. So when we move on, where are we going? These are questions you must ask yourself. If I am gone, where am I going? Some of us just know it by way of, oh, they, we are going to another world. But, but where is the world? What is the other, another world? You must understand and start asking questions. And the questions, I believe that if you genuinely, genuinely start seeking for questions, these, will, these questions will guide you to the truth. And the truth is then going to affect the way you live. Because the way you live is what is going to determine where you will go. Hallelujah. Your amen is not coming. Hallelujah. So this morning, I'm not shouting, but I'm teaching. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on. Praise somebody with me. I said, praise the Lord. The Bible said there was a rich man. There was a rich man. One of the things that most of us seated here, if not all of us, is we want to be rich. Let me see somebody here who doesn't want to be rich. So everybody seated here, everybody wants to be rich and it is not a bad thing. Listen to me. It is not a bad thing to be rich. It is, as a matter of fact, it is a good thing to be rich. Amen. Amen? It's a very good thing to be rich. And I pray that God make you rich. Amen. Amen. I know some of you, you think uh, holiness is, is kind of associated with poverty. I know two people who went to heaven. In the story we just read, we have Abraham and Lazarus. When you look at the life of Abraham, he was a very rich man. Abraham was a very, very what? Rich man. But Abraham made it to heaven. When you look at Lazarus, he was a very poor man. Poor man that what to eat, he didn't have. But he also made it to heaven. So you can be rich and make it to heaven. And you can be poor and make it to heaven. I'm teaching you a balance, you know, doctrine. Hallelujah. So that you don't say that, oh, you know, if I'm very rich, I, I can't make it to heaven. Because the Bible said it, how difficult it is for rich, a rich man to go how difficult it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to get to heaven. No, that is in context. So don't always use scriptures like that too. 
But it's good to be rich. And you are going to be rich one of these days. Amen. Even those of you who think you are rich now, you are going to be more rich. Amen. Rich so that at least you can, that, that riches can affect my life also. Amen. Amen. As a matter of fact, some of you, your poverty is affecting me. <laughs> your, your, your poverty is affecting me. You know, when I come around, I can't smile plenty. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, God is going to make you. But the Bible said that there was a rich man and there was a poor man. And last week, I made it known to you that all the Bible said about the rich man was just a rich man. The Bible never even mentioned his name. There was a rich man. He lived very well. He dressed very well. The Bible said he dressed in purple and fine linen. Those, those, were, those were not a, a, I mean, to be described as somebody who wears purple, it wasn't a joke. Because those were uh, I, I mean, clothes that royal, royalty, those who were in, in the royal kingdom, they wear those kind of dress, purple dress, and fine linen. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that he ate sumptuously every day. There wasn't anything he wanted to eat that he will, he will, he will you know, go around searching. Anything he wanted to eat, he ate. Some of you, it's, your case is not like that. Amen. Your case is not like that. There are people here, there are things you want to eat, you don't eat. At least, maybe you eat once in a year. Amen. Some of you, Chinese. When you say Chinese. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. And Dokuna, I made this beggar and this uh, pizza and this and this. You don't have money. You don't have money. So, oh boy. Everybody will say, hey, it's okay. So there was a rich man who ate sumptuously every day. Every day. Every day. Amen. And then the Bible said, and there was also a poor beggar. But the Bible mentioned the name of the beggar. How come the rich man's name was not mentioned? And how come that the poor man's name? I told you last week that I believe that when God was telling the story, he was telling the story from a book. And in that book, they couldn't find the name of the rich man, but they found the name of the poor man. Because the Bible talks about that God is going to judge everybody according to their names that is written in the Lamb's book of life. And so the rich man's name, though he was rich and popular, though everybody knew his name here on earth, in heaven his name wasn't there. And that is why you must strive and you must try that your name is in the Lamb's book of life. The, the only way your name can be in the Lamb's book of life is to be born again and make sure that you are serving God right. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. 
So anybody who is born again, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. The guy was enjoying life, but he was not born again. The guy was going places, but he wasn't born again. And when I talk about born again, I'm talking about a genuine kind of born again. Not the, you know, the, you know, trial version of salvation. Some people, the, their salvation is a trial version. You know when you are installing a, an application on your, on your PC and it's a trial version. They expired in 14 days. Praise the Lord. And so you are using the, you are using the application. Then two days to tell, they tell you that in two days your application will get expired. Some people, your salvation is like that. It's a trial version. I pray that you get the original pack. Wash in the blood of Jesus. Can I hear somebody say amen? And so, though he was popular, uh, he was a rich man. His name was all over the place. Though he was popular, in heaven he wasn't popular because his name couldn't be found in the Lamb's book of life. And the Bible said that when they look at the poor man, Jesus said that, and there was a, a certain poor beggar. And then Jesus mentioned the name Lazarus. So we are talking about friends and family. It will be nice, just as we are sitting with our friends and, we are fa and our family, it will be nice that in heaven we will see them. In heaven we will see our families and we will rejoice with the Lord together. Is somebody here with me? In heaven you will see your brother, if your brother is born again. But sometimes we are living with all our families and our brothers and our friends and our roomies and our workmates and all those people and they are not born again and it's not a concern to us. And so that is why this morning you must, you must, you must take these friends and family thing very serious. And next week try and bring your friend and your family member because we want to be to, in heaven together. Can I hear somebody say amen? Oh, we want to be in heaven together. We started by saying, I love my family, I love my friends. Listen, what is it if you love them here and you, you, you are not contributing to their getting into heaven? You don't really love them. Can I hear somebody say amen? Because I wonder how you will feel when you get to heaven. And in heaven, I told you last week that when you're in heaven, you will see that what is happening in hell. And when you're in hell, you will see what is happening in heaven. And then you see your parents in hell, in torment. You, you imagine, you are in heaven and then you are your mother or your brother who was very popular in school, Jay Cozy. When they say Jay Cozy, the whole school roar. And Jay Cozy is coming and everybody is giving, what's up, brother? And then you make it to heaven and you lift your eyes and see Jacozi, one mother, one father in hell. And the Bible said in hell, I'll teach you some things about hell today. And he's tormenting. I'm not, we are not teaching this subject to frighten you, but we are teaching you this subject so that you will begin to take certain important decisions that this is my sister, this is my brother, this is my, my friend, I must make sure that he gets it right with God and that he make it to heaven. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Come on, you are not talking back to me. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? 
Because, like I said from the beginning, we will all one day leave this earth. And when you leave this earth, Jesus said that the poor beggar, the poor man, and the rich man, the Bible said that they all died. As a matter of fact, the poor man died first. They started the story by telling us that there was a rich man. And then they introduced the second one, there was a poor man. But when it came to death, they didn't even say that the, the rich man died first. <laughs> Have you followed the story? The poor man was the first to die. He may not have the money for all the hospital stuff. And as a matter of fact, he didn't even have the money for any physician. The dogs were the one who came to lick his sores. So he died. He died first. I'm sure the poor man, even if he was sick, he, by, by means of his money, he can, uh, he can get the services of a good physician, good doc, hospital care, and everything. But no matter what he did, one day, one day, he went. Praise the Lord. So death, nobody can avoid it. One day we'll all go. But where we are going to go is what should be the main concern. I want to see my family in heaven. Say that after me. I want to see my friends in heaven. Oh, come on, talk back to me. I want to see my family in heaven. And I want to see my friends in heaven. So the poor man died, and the Bible said that he was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. I explained to you that, that last week, that when the Bible said that he was carried into Abraham's bosom, doesn't mean that his physical body was carried away. As for his physical body, from dust to dust, amen. And so he was buried. But nobody say anything about his burial. Maybe there was not, not even family members there to bury him. Nobody said anything about his burial. Because every human being, when you die, you, you are buried. But the Bible said that, and the rich man did what? Died. And he was buried. His own, everybody could recognize that yeah, 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 man. On your you. Everybody. It, it was like a state, you know, barrier. Ministers were there. Maybe the president himself went. You know, they are blocked from street to street, canopies, and it, it was. Sometimes we are having powerful funerals for people. Who are in hell tormenting. Ni ye nasen or ye bonyum. Ebi cry gospel musicians were around that are singing and entertaining people, and they have a very powerful funeral. But the soul of that person may be tormenting. That is why souls are very important. If you live with somebody, tell them about Jesus and tell them about heaven and tell them about hell. If somebody is your friend, don't just be friends with the person. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about heaven. Tell them about hell. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. 
you are a seamstress, you have clients, don't only be concerned about getting the extra money. Be also be concerning about telling them about Jesus Christ. Am I talking to somebody here? You have colleagues in the office. You like taking selfies with them. Not only the selfies. In the midst of that all, communicate the gospel to them. Can I hear somebody say amen? In the midst of it all, you have, you have roommates. You have classmates. Some of you go for evening lectures. There are people who also come from their different offices. They come. Tell them. You have friends among them. Tell them. In your study group, after you have studied and everything, take five minutes. Share the word with them. Because in heaven you will see and in hell they will see. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. So the Bible said that in the Bible said that in in hell the rich man lifted up his voice and saw Abraham or saw Lazarus in Abraham or at Abraham's bosom and then he called Abraham father Abraham father Abraham amen father Abraham hey sometimes you are connected and linked to certain powerful religious people pastors prophets it doesn't guarantee you heaven. What did they Oh, so for you, Madam Fopa. Oh, Pastor Jibodi, he's my body body. Yesterday, I was even chatting with him. What's up? Don't make that mistake that because you are connected to some powerful pastor that guarantees your access to heaven. Somebody be sensitive there for me. It doesn't. Knowing some bishop or some prophet or some archbishop doesn't guarantee your heaven. It's a personal thing. And they also may know you. Because whilst the, 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 the rich man was calling Abraham's father, Abraham, Abraham also replied to him and said, Son. So there was a relationship. The Jews have this, you know, belief that they have to them, they have Abraham as their father. And so that should settle it. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. If you love the people around you, this is the greatest show of love. And that is to make sure you witness to them about Jesus Christ. Now, this is not the kind of message you want to hear on a Sunday morning. At least, hope a prophecy can cry. But it's not coming this morning. I'm, I'm teaching you something. If you love the people around you, the best thing you can do for them is to make sure that you are going to heaven together. You are meeting there. Meet me there. When we were, when we were young, we used to go to meet me there. You know, I don't know whether you went... But those times we go to meet me there at the beach. How many of you have been to meet me there? Oh, you guys are too old. It's the other way around. 
Amen. Amen. Some, some of you, you were born Christians. So we were discovered. <laughs> God saw where we were. He said, Hey, Man, China. He overthrew the devil. <laughs> Amen. So, this is what he said. He said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. I'm going to pause there and then I'll come to the hell thing. Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And I thought that somebody in heaven should be full of mercy. If the person Abraham is in heaven, then Abraham should be full of mercy. If you haven't subscribed yet, do well to hit the subscribe button for new episodes. Do well to join our Wednesday teaching service and Friday worship service both from 6pm to 8.30pm and Sunday family service from 8.30am to 11 o'clock am and you will be blessed. translate them from the road of hell to the pathway of heaven. So, when you die, your mercy has run out. As much as Abraham was a father, and you see, every father wants to show their son or their daughter mercy. No matter how, how terrible you have done or performed. Your daughter comes home and in their class, they are 34. And her position is 34. <laughs> How many of you have been there before? Oh, Sion, you are, you are faithful. You are, hey, only one person. You are, you are very faithful. For you to say you have been there before. All of you are acting like I was the first in the class. I was the liars, liars. How many have been there? 15 by 15. <laughs> Pastor Jibodi, I've never been there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Some of us, well, we can't remember the 15, 15, but sometimes 14, 15, you know. <laughs> At least somebody is behind us. That's <laughs> Ufie Warikra, Ubi Dance, Ufie Echi. You understand what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, 14, 15. 14, 14 15 is okay. <laughs> At least, I was better than one person. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some of you, 13, 15, you beat two people. Amen. Some of the school, the rating is, is sometimes I look at my, my boy's report, and it's done so well. A, 95, 98, 92. And then position. It's like 18. There are 35 in the classroom. And I think 92, 93, you get A, 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 B, B plus, maybe one C, and this thing, and you still get 15, 18 position. Is it? Competitive. That, that's, that is the thing. 
If you are not descending, you will <laughs> beat the hell out of. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on, talk back to me. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No matter how bad they do, the following term, you go and pay their fees. That is mercy. <laughs> no matter how bad they do, the following term, you go and settle their bills. Maybe not with a smile, but you still do. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. At least somebody in heaven should show mercy. But Abraham told him, as much as I will want to show mercy, mercy is run out here. The only place men can receive mercy is here. Am I teaching somebody somebody something? The only place we can receive the thing called mercy is here on earth. And so that is why we have the chance to tell our loved ones and our friends about Jesus. This is the, this is the place. I, Abraham said, Father Abraham said, oh, he, he, when he called Father Abraham, he said, son. But where we are, if we were on earth, I would have shown you mercy. But where we are, we are run out of mercy. You have run out of mercy. If you love your family, if you love your friends, tell them about Jesus. Tell them about heaven. Tell them you want to see them in heaven. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Oh yeah, no. And the Bible said that, and the rich man died, the poor man died, and was carried by angels into Abraham. We were carrying by angels. When you die, when you die, this is what happens. If you are going to go to heaven, Angels will come and carry you. They will give you an escort to heaven. I, I, I don't know how many of us have been in, 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 in a convoy before. Uh, Mr. Kodo is there. You have worked with uh, the president. Uh, but if you have been in a convoy before, oh, it's so sweet. One day I was going to preach in Cape Coast. I didn't set off early and car swap traffic also, you know. I was in a traffic and I saw a convoy coming. Please, I am not saying this that anybody here will practice. It's against the laws of Ghana. And so if you do it, they will catch you, they'll prosecute you, and you will go and pay in court. But I saw the convoy coming. I look at the time. Hey, I'll get. And then when they pass, I just join them. I put the hazard on. You know, if you have to join a convoy, you must have a certain car. Number one. Number two. You should be ready to fire at a certain speed. Praise the Lord. And then I joined them. All this that I'm saying is on the internet. Maybe the police people will come and room after church. More pastor, no way. Man in PA. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey. It's nice, oh. Everybody is giving way, and then you are going like that. Amen. You are, you are just going like that. Fwah. I was just following them. Who and then not knowing about four or five of the, you know, the land cruisers that were following. They were not part of the main convoy. And he drew mankesim na bagua branch. That's how crazy. He drew nyamansa na unza na bagua branch. He said, "Hey, anya minkwa." 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But when you are in a convoy, eh, it's so sweet. It's like you are in a traffic. And then you say, bam, bam, bam. Then, then the police people, then everybody give them way. And when you die and you are going to heaven, eh, the Bible said the angels will come and escort you. Ah, that day you will feel like a big man. Oh, come on, somebody talk to me. You have not felt that kind of feeling here on earth, but because you are making it to heaven, angels will come and escort you. The rich man died. The Bible said that he was buried. It's a sign of going to hell. Is somebody getting it? It's a sign of going down. The Bible says hell beneath. Hallelujah. Hell is beneath the earth. Hallelujah. And it's a sign of going. Today I want to tell you some things about what you should know when you die. Turn to somebody and say what you should know when you die. Oh. What you should know now before you die. Tell the person again, what you should know now before you die. Number one, when you die, you either go to heaven or hell. Straight up. No two ways, I like that. When you die, you are either going to now, turn to the man or the woman seated next to you and say that to him. No, say it in the way that they will be frightened. Say it and let me hear. Do, do it and let me hear. No, I don't like the way some of you are. I want to see people. Say it in the way that will cause them to sit up. My wife is warning somebody, you. They say, on anyone, same dada. Child of God, this is what the Bible teaches. I am telling you what the Bible teaches. What Jesus taught. When you die, there is nothing like purgatory. A place where you go and wait. And prayers from the saints or prayers from people here will cleanse you of any sin and make you perfect for heaven. It's never a, a doctrine from the Bible. It's a Catholic doctrine. That there is a place called purgatory. There is nothing called purgatory. So those of us who have the Catholic background. How many of you have the Catholic background? You are like me. So you think when you die, you will go to a place called purgatory. And if there are sins, you know. And so they come and pray over your, 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 your corpse. And I tell you, when you die, it's ended. It's finished. Kaput. This is what you should know. When you die, you are either going to heaven or to hell. Heaven is paradise. Amen? Did somebody get you what I'm saying? The rich man died. And the Bible said he went to hell. The poor man died. The Bible said that he went to heaven. It's as simple as that. If there is a place called purgatory, we will all, hey, nobody will go to hell. Amen. Because then before I die, I will tell Pastor Jibodi, you know, when I die, you know, uh, maybe I did some things in you. So when I die, you pray some kind of heavy prayers. You know, 
you are, I'll leave something in, in your mobile money wallet for you. <laughs> I'll leave something in your mobile money wallet for you. You know, what, pastors, when you wire them mobile money, their tongues change. Oh, you think I'm lying? Let me give you my phone number and wire me some money and see the kind of prayer I'll pray for you. <laughs> Amen. No amount of prayer from any pope or bishop or archpope or archbishop or pastor or prophet or teacher or evangelist or reverend can change your position. When you die, it's over. So you either go to heaven or you go to Oh, come on. You either go to heaven or you go to... Yeah. All right. So I've told you that when you die, one thing you must understand that you'll be escorted into heaven. You see, you are going to a place you don't know. You are going to a land where the streets are made with gold. Amen. So the angels must come and escort you, psych you. We are going to pass through this gate. And then you enter the city. You, you see this, you see that. Just to, just to let you know where you are going. Because some of you, eh, the way poverty have lashed you, <laughs> if all of a sudden you find yourself without the escort, you find yourself in heaven, you will collapse. Ah. You do, ah, mekulo, then you fall down, mekuvo. I die finish. Angels will escort you like they took the man to Abraham's bosom. Hallelujah. That is when you are going to heaven, angels will escort you. When you die and you are going to hell, you will be met with evil spirits and dead people on your arrival. Hmm. Amen. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 9. He said, hell beneath is moved for you to meet you at your coming. <laughs> hell is waiting to meet you. The way they will homo's night how many of you remember homo's night some of you didn't go to boarding school so <laughs> homo's night is the first day you get to school and that evening it doesn't matter whether you are from a rich family Boha! Missy Boha. I was in there hey do you know me Demons will be bullying you. Clean my shoe. One demon will bring his shoe and say, Clean my shoe. <laughs> tell your brother, tell your brother and sister, please don't go to hell. And make sure the people around you are not going to hell. Very important. If you have children, be concerned about them, where they will go. If you have a husband, be concerned about where he will go. If you have a wife, be concerned. If you have a brother, be concerned. If you have a sister, if you have a friend, be concerned. Amen. So if you are going to hell, demons, evil spirits, they will also welcome you. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Oh, come on. Amen. 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 When you die, you will discover that you have a spiritual body. Listen to me carefully. When you die, you will discover that you have a spiritual body. You have a, 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 a spiritual body. And that is what the Bible referred to as your inner man. Do you know sometimes we all forget that we are spirits. We are, we are actually spirit. Oh, don't look at me like that. We, we forget about our spiritual man. We are so concerned about this physical man. I have to look this. I have to buy a wig and do this. I have to go to the, the, the barber and crop my hair this way. I have to do You know, most of the time, we are concerned about this physical man. But actually, when you die, this physical man is of no use again. And that day, that is when you will realize that, hey, your real, you see the kind of movies you watch and the person die and then the ghost gets up and then look at the body like this. That is how you will see it. Am I teaching? Am I teaching somebody? Yeah. yeah. You, you are not recognizing that spiritual man now. But when you die, that is when it's, hey. So you see yourself lying down and then you see your real man standing. Nare Jojo. Praise the Lord. When you, so I am telling you now so that you, you would start taking care of that inner man, inner person. When you go and barber your hair, ask yourself, have you barbered the inner man's hair? <laughs> he doesn't use clippers. He uses the word of God. Yes. Can I hear somebody say amen? Yes. When you eat, ask yourself, have I fed the inner man? He doesn't like gourmet. He likes the word of God. As a newborn baby, desire the spiritual milk of the word. That's what the Bible said. So the inner man, when you get born again, he's a baby. And what is that? So you must be feeding. I see babies crying. If they are crying right now and they are hungry, their mothers have to attend to them. Some of us, when our inner man is hungry and crying, so hey, 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 so that day, when you die, you wake up from the body and look at your body and say, Hey! I wish I can go back. When you die, that is when you, you become real conscious of your inner man. Can somebody say amen? Oh, come on, talk back to me. Can somebody say amen? Amen. 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 Yeah. Uh, let me just give you some and then I'll be out of your way. When you die, you will discover that many people who receive good things on this earth will receive evil things. I'm telling you this time so that you don't go about envying people's success and people's car they are driving and the homes they are living and this, no, no, no. 
When you die, I'm not saying that people who live in those houses or the drive those cars, no. I'm not saying that they will go to hell. It depends on where you have anchored yourself. Amen. So when, when you die, that is when you see that, hey, Akwe, he was very famous, so by Yemfa fame in call heaven. Hey, Akwe was brilliant in class, so Yemfa brilliant in call heaven. Oh, this, this guy was, hey, those, day, those days, hey, the time we did, hey, the guy, hey, be tough, oh, hey. Then you will discover that all that. When you die, you discover some, some people who were first will become last. I like the way you are quiet. It looks like some people are being frightened. I don't want to. <laughs> if you are being frightened, then you have to watch the way you are living. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, talk back to me. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? One day when we die, our circumstances will change. Amen. Amen. Lazarus in his days had the circumstances. When he died, Abraham said that, hey, now he's receiving his good things. Amen. Certain sicknesses that are buffeting you. Certain, today they said your BP is high. Tomorrow they said this thing. Your sickness is incurable. They said this thing. You just have to manage it. You know that some sicknesses they call them manageable sickness. Amen. I remember I got some serious ulcer some time ago. And then the doctor told me that this ulcer, they are not cured. You have to manage it. And then the system will like, it look like that, go away. But if you lose God a little, it will, it will come again. Most times I will sleep. And I will have, uh, what, what they, call, they, they have a name for it, Pastor Andrew. Um, reflux. Acid reflux. The acid in your, in your tummy will come up, come up and come into your mouth. And those times I wake up in the morning and my, my mouth is all sore because the acid have bent. Hey! Listen, when we go to heaven, all this wahala, and let's say, or should not say, okay, David. You have never been heaven, but it looks like what the cushion being a piano. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, how many of you have been blessed this morning? Yeah. These are things you need to know. And when you know them, and they are always in your mind, people that comes around you, you try as much as possible to influence them for heaven. So when you leave church today, all the people around you, talk to them about heaven. And talk to them that you want to meet them there. You don't want to be in heaven. I told you one of the torments eh, is that you are in hell. And something that you, you didn't regard, I mean you had it freely. You see people wasting it in heaven. The rich man said that, ha, huh, can you just send Lazarus to dip his hand in water and pass over? And he said, no, it's not happening. When you die, you realize that all things are fixed now. Here, it can be changed. Abraham said, 
there is a great gulf that is fixed. Hmm. The foundation of that gulf, God himself fixed it. Nobody can break it. But you know the good news? Change can happen here. Over here is not fixed. Over here, we can do something about it. But when we get out of this place, it becomes fixed. You are going to spend, when you die, you are going to spend eternity. There's a song we used to sing. I, when I was young, I used to like it. There were some people I used to like, like um, Ray Bolt. Um, Ray Bolt was gospel. Phil Collins. How many of you know Phil Collins? And the song I used to sing, uh, Another Day in Paradise. How, how many? How many? Dun, dun, dun. Come on, stop behaving like you. You were born in heaven. Some of you have been doing worse things than me. I'm just sharing my story. I asked you, you claim you don't know. How many of you know Phil Collins? Uh huh, now they are confessing. They are in fact born in heaven. And we're singing. Remember another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. So it looks like, and this is the mentality of the world that you are going to spend another day in paradise. But the one singing the song himself, we can't tell. So there is, there is, there is a deception that you think that you are going to spend another day in paradise. Not everybody will go to heaven. Not everybody will go to paradise. If you are not born again, when you die straight up, you are going to hell. If you go to heaven, it is for eternity. You won't die again. So imagine you are in hell in torment and it is for eternity. Your head is paining you at the same time. Your eyes feel like coming out. At the same time, you have a bleeding gum. At the same time, you have a throat cancer. At the same time, your heart is failing you. At the same time, your tummy, you feel like going to the loo and nothing is coming. At the same time, your leg is swollen. At the same all oh, torments in hell. And it doesn't end for eternity. Think twice. There's another life to live in eternity. Amen. That is why the Bible said that if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. A lot of us here, a lot of us here, not only in this church, a lot of Christians will be surprised where we'll end. Because we have a form of godliness, but our heart is not truly born again. Thank you for listening. You can visit our website at fhcconline.org or follow us on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook via FHCC Official for more information. You can also send us your feedback and testimonies via email to info at fhcconline.org. FHCC. Raising ambassadors for the kingdom.